It's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. This week in East London, a women's march in solidarity with Palestine. It was organised by the Masimanyane Women's Rights International and the International Network to End Violence Against Women and Girls. Joining us from Masimanyane and one of the organisers of the march, we've got Farida Mayberg. Farida, thank you for your time. You were happy with the turnout you got? Good morning, Darren, to all the listeners. Yes, we were extremely elated, especially that it was a work day. So there was quite a big turnout yesterday. The purpose of the march, um, it, it wasn't just with a single purpose, was it? No, um, actually, in terms of the march, we were interested in the march to stand in solidarity with the oppressed people of Palestine, especially women and children. Um Masimanyane is an organization that focuses on gender-based violence against women and children. And because we sit on the global stage in a lot of our work that we do uh, as an organization, we felt that it was important for us to lead a march of the sort, which would also express the outrage at the genocide being committed against the Palestinians. We also wanted to call out the global community for the lack of accountability for the numerous human rights violations that are taking place. And our focus as an organization, as I say, is on the women and children. And if this is this was an assault or a response, a retaliation towards Hamas, they are innocent women and children who have actually been bearing the brunt of what is going on in Palestine. And we felt that to coincide and close our 16 days of activism, the Human Rights Day usually, International Human Rights Day usually closes uh, 16 days of activism, that we had to have this type of a march, which would then uh, assist us and our partners in the Eastern Cape to raise the awareness and to also call the Premier to receive a memorandum from us, which would give him an indication of what is it that we feel as the people of the Eastern Cape, who were, of course, the partners in in the march. Give us an idea of the size of the crowd that you managed to attract and some of the notable attendees. You've mentioned the Premier. Yes. Um, We had over 500 people there. I can't actually tell you precisely the number, but we had over 500 people. And uh, in terms of the the people that that were at the march that are notable for us to actually indicate here, we had the second secretary to the uh, Palestinian embassy, Ms. Diana Rumi, here with us yesterday. Uh, We also had Joe Bluen from the South African Jews for a Free Palestine, who was one of our speakers as well. Uh, We had the Honorable Premier of the Eastern Cape, Mr. Oscar Mabuyani, who was there, uh, the Honorable Mayor for Buffalo City Municipality. Uh, we had various political parties who were represented. Um, we had, <clears throat> of the political parties, we had COSATU, we had the ANC, uh, we had Economic Freedom Fighters, uh, we had um, some of the uh, organizations that are focused on gender-based violence. We had the Konse Palestine Palestine Solidarity Forum. Gift of the Givers were also at the the march yesterday. 
um, as we know, Gift of the Givers is actually in the front line, leading the humanitarian aid, aid that is, they are trying to get into Palestine and they are being blocked. So the Rafa, um, uh, we, we are very concerned that the, the pass is being blocked. So the, the aid that needs to get into Palestine is not getting in at the moment. So um, those are a few but we had various uh, organizations. We also had Gender and Sexuality Alliance here, the International Network to End Violence Against Women and Girls. Uh, we had the Palestine Solidarity Campaign who was on board. BDS was also on board. And uh, we also coordinate 116 women's organizations uh, within the Eastern Cape under the banner of the Women's Equality Network. So they were all here yesterday. So we had people from across the province here yesterday. Farida, now the Israeli-Palestine conflict is one which always evokes very, very strong emotions. It's often a divisive issue. I'm sure you've had people ask you, why would it be a Women's March in solidarity with the people in Palestine rather than a Women's March in solidarity with uh, women who are victims on both sides of the conflict? For us, um, what concerns us in terms of what's going on in in Palestine at the moment is the fact that the women uh, within Palestine uh, are being uh, denied access to health care, basic health care. These are human rights issues that we are talking about. And when we talk about human rights access, uh, human rights uh, violations, uh, we have in terms of UNFPA, there is a um, a report that has come out that over 50,000 women who are pregnant are not being uh, given access to basic health care. That for us is a serious issue. No access to housing, drinking water, electricity, the essential medicines, medical care, food. We need to to focus on that. As an organization, we are also concerned that children, if you look at the number of children that are being killed within this genocide, we have to stand up and say, okay, what do we say as an organization that is focused on human rights violations? Uh, the stories that are coming out from Palestine, uh, we see, you know, there are various uh, um, bans that are on some of the, the material that's coming out. What we are seeing at the end of the day are women who are trying to give their children that are surviving some uh, food, very minimal food. The Rafa crossing has been blocked. There's no food getting in. We just felt as an organization that we need to start raising the awareness because whilst everybody around the world is raising the same awareness, there is just no change in what is happening. Even the ceasefire, when a ceasefire was called, there was still bombing that was taking place. And our concern is that within war, uh, conflict situations, when the human rights atrocities occur, It is mainly women and children who bear the brunt of what is going on. There are over 13,000 people who were killed. We have 32, over 32,000 people were injured. We have 1.6 million people who have been forcibly displaced. 
when you look at the numbers of the children uh, that are killed and the pregnant women, the babies who are in incubators and don't have access, the hospitals don't have access to electricity or to generators and babies are being killed. You have to ask yourself, where is the humanity in the world? So for us, we, we, we felt we need to focus on this march. We need to talk about solidarity. When we're closing 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, looking at the form of violence that is happening there, we have to focus on human rights. What are the human rights violations that are taking place? We do that in our country as well. We raise the, the awareness when there are any human rights atrocities that are, are, are taking place within our country. And as an organization that sits on the global stage, it's important for us to also raise these types of awareness. Otherwise, we would actually be failing in our mission as an organization. Raising awareness via protest action like this is one thing. How do you translate that into meaningful change and meaningful action? Where do you go to from here? Okay, thank you for that question, Darren. I was hoping it would come. <laughs> we have given a memorandum to the Honourable Premier yesterday. And in our, our memorandum, we had a twofold, two-pronged approach. We had some of the issues that we demanded on a national sphere uh, that the Premier needs to raise with the President. And uh, there are issues that we have asked him to raise to work on on a provincial level. So what we will be doing is we will actually be following this up with the Premier. We have done this before where we have set uh, agreements with the Premier and we've been able to follow up. We had an accountability dialogue in August this year where we raised our awareness at the GBV summit last year and we were able to call government to account on the NSP and where they are at in terms of implementation. So we intend doing the same. As I've indicated, our partners are multi-sexual partners. And so we will be regrouping as partners to look at how we are then going to uh, follow up on all these areas that we have demanded in terms of the memorandum so that we don't lose any, any of the issues that we have raised as partners because this was a collective decision. Farida Mayberg, Masaman Yane, Programme Manager, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your thoughts on the matter on the Daily Dispatching discussion today. We'll catch up soon. Thank you so much, Darren. Have a good day. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.